Welcome to Two Man Congress. I'm your host, Chad, and yeah, let's hop into it. So today what we want to talk about is a couple funny court cases, one in particular, and I'm sure you guys have heard of this case before, or maybe not. This is the first time I heard about it when I was going through and looking at different court cases to look at. It's called uh, Hawkins versus McGee, or as it is more famously known as the Harry Hand case. <laughs> anyway, so this case uh, took place in 1926 in uh, the New Hampshire Supreme Court, where George A. Hawkins um, sued Edward R.B. McGee um, for giving him a hairy hand. <laughs> and uh, what happened was back in, I believe it was 19... 19- 11 is when this uh when Hawkins accident happened um because he had severe scarring all over his hand that's the whole reason why he uh, reached out to Mr. McGee to do a skin graft on his hand to make his hand look normal so what he did was uh when he was 11 years old he flipped a switch and it electrocuted his hand and uh, nine years down the road, he was seeking medical aid um, to improve the cosmetics of his hand because it was a pretty ugly scar, let me tell you that. <laughs> and uh, Mr. McGee had said that he would be able to make his hand 100% perfect um, and just great, just a, an amazing hand. Um But what Mr. McGee didn't know or fully understand is that when he grafted the skin from his chest to put on his hand, Mr. Hawkins had a very hairy chest. And (laughs) that resulted, as the court case implies, a hairy hand. And uh, yeah, it was just a, a funny case and I thought you guys would enjoy it. So let's just kind of like dive in. I gave you guys the basic overview um, of what happened in the case. So uh, the Supreme Court in New Hampshire in 1926 was, uh, this was brought up to them. And one of the reasons why they ruled in favor of Mr. Hawkins was because of Mr. McGee's promise uh, that he would give him a 100% perfect hand or a 100% good hand and he didn't promise either, and that violated the contract that he had with Mr. Hawkins. And um, to give you a little bit of a example of why this case was able to stand, because you know that in the medical field, it's very shaky on what a doctor can and can't do, whether... Uh, a doctor can't promise that a patient's, like say if you're getting a heart transplant, if the body will be able to keep that heart or that the body won't reject that heart. Um, it's just a very imprecise method. Like we do our best, but there's always the off chance that 
something could go wrong in a medical um, field. So, I, for example, Mr. Gee had also promised that uh, Mr. Hawkins would be in the hospital for only four days, but that was not used as evidence that Mr. McGee had violated the contract because that was an educated opinion and not as much as a uh, 100, this is all in, it's either happening or it's not uh, kind of thing. That was just an educated guess, so the jury did not rule that was adequate evidence to be used against Mr. McGee. So for the end of this uh, court case, what the jury ruled was that Mr. Hawkins, um, like the jury did rule in Mr. Hawkins' favor of his hairy hand, but the amount was too large for them to be awarded in a court trial. So they decided that uh, Mr. Hawkins should receive the difference between a promised hand and a perfect hand. Um, that it was that his hand was like, yeah. Anyways, and then uh, Mr. Haw- Hawkins eventually just settled for fourteen hundred dollars, which seems like a small amount, but that's just how the case ended. And uh, what we use this case today is it's used primarily. Uh, for the last several decades to look at and examine contract laws for future lawyers. And you could look at this as a funny case. I personally think it's funny because um, you got like this guy that probably looks like he's got a werewolf hand. (laughs) Um, I'm sure he got it fixed. Anyways, yeah. So... Uh, what you should use this case for in the future, if you're just one of our listeners, is just look at it, laugh for a second, and pray that you don't electrocute your hand. <laughs> uh, that's great advice from Chad. Anyways, so uh, what we want you to take from this talk or from this episode is that... Uh, bad things can happen to great people, but you can sue and get $14,000. And now that that's just a joke. But when it comes down to it, understanding how these cases work and hearing all the different cases is useful information. There's a reason why lawyers look at these type of cases as they're going through law school. So if you like this episode, uh, just give us a like and um yeah that that concludes this case and after this break we'll we'll talk a little bit about patreon and uh, some of the exciting stuff we're doing for two-man congress patreon i'm excited to talk a little bit about what we're doing there and we got our three tiers up each one has different privileges y'all could look at that just go to the website it'll be linked below and yeah it's it's incredible it's amazing y'all should check it out and if you like this content go and support us it's really cheap cheaper than chick-fil-a i'll tell you that and yeah it's great so clink below click below don't clink click (laughs) 
and check us out. And we love giving you guys this content and we'd like to be able to do it full time. And yeah, it's great. So once again, in the link below, go check out Patreon. All right. I'm excited to be talking about our new episode that is coming out next week. And uh, it's going to be talking about the filibuster, which is really exciting. And that'll be a debate format. We're pretty excited about it. Uh, the filibuster has been around for a long, long time. Um, and it's affected a lot of our political uh, decisions over the last um, couple of centuries. So we'll be talking a little bit about that in our next episode. So stay tuned for that and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials. And the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice. And with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.